Welcome to The Real Deal, where God, His purposes, and His people are celebrated. I'm Rachel Inouye, bringing you encouragement through real life, people, and their stories. It's The Real Deal. Hey, let's get started. Everyone, I am so excited because I have Story Schroeder and Isaac Allison with me. And funny thing is, we recently just met yes. at a wedding. So I, I was like, oh my gosh, this is gold. I have to get them in for the podcast. Yeah. So I thank you guys for being here because we're going to go wherever. For sure. Like, however this goes, if it's about your relationship, meeting one another, mm. your heart for missions and the nations, if yeah. it's like how you guys met, I think it could encourage people who are either looking for a mate or looking to know what God has a stamp on their life to go do, chase yeah. after, whatever. Literally, wherever yeah. this goes. But before mm. we go too much further, I just want to ask you these questions because this is how the real deal Woo-hoo. usually starts. I'll start with you, Story. Would you uh-huh. consider yourself an introvert or extrovert? Ooh, well, recently I would say an introvert because I recharge while I'm alone. But I am a people person as well. Mm -hmm. So if I get that alone time, I can then be with people. Yep. But yeah, that makes sense. Coffee or tea? Mm, Coffee. (laughs) No hesitation. (laughs) Dog, cat, either, neither. Uh, I'd say dog. Yeah. Okay. Are you a morning bird or a night owl? (laughs) Night owl. Okay. Yeah. Books or movies? (sighs) I feel like neither, but I like books more. Okay. (laughs) So I guess. That's fair. Would you say you're leaned in or just laid back leaned in for sure <laughs> shower or bath bath and driver or passenger driver i have bad backseat driving <laughs> tendencies <laughs> yeah you tell somebody else where to go usually right yeah. uh, do you like to eat at home or dine out uh eat at home yeah okay so you know that this podcast is called the real deal mm-hmm. so after i ask isaac those really rapid fire ones i want <laughs> you to tell me if there's someone that was the real deal in your life like my dad Absolutely. was the rd and he told us just be the real deal it really freed me to just be rachel mm-hmm. even though i had barb and sharon and joyce as my sisters yeah. i wanted to be me so wood should be wooden leather should be leather cloth mm-hmm. should be cloth so mm-hmm. you think mm-hmm. about who that would be in your life and yeah. then how it affected you okay yes. i give you time to think okay. for one second okay isaac are you an introvert or an extrovert uh, recently introvert. Used to be very extroverted. Yeah. Yeah. And that's good. Okay. You guys are kind of coming together on that one. Mm. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Dog, cat, either, neither. Probably both. Okay. Morning bird or night owl? Morning bird. Okay. You guys are a good match there because it's a trap. Okay. Books or movies? Books. Silence or music? Oh, that's a good question. Probably silence. Okay. Would you consider yourself leaned in or laid back? Leaned in. Shower or bath? Shower. Driver or passenger? <laughs> Driver mostly, <laughs> recently passenger. When I'm in the car. When you're in the car, <laughs> yeah. she drives. Okay, that's fun. Um, eat in or dine out? Eat in. Okay. So, story, we're going to ask you first, but Isaac, be thinking about mm-hmm. who's the real deal in your life and how it affected you. Mm. And, and I guess I guess what I'm hunting for in that yeah. way is not just like so-and-so was always being themselves, but... Okay. Literally, what about them? You just kind of knew that's authentic versus plastic mm. people. Does that make yeah. sense? Or people mm. that aren't willing to be vulnerable. However that yeah. however that flushes out. So tell me your story. Hmm. I would say my sister's secret. Um, not just because she was always good at being herself, but because she had a lot of confidence while she did it. And um, she's very quiet and reserved and like... It's not always in your face that she's being, like, you know, herself and, like, 
I don't know, obnoxious or loud. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. I feel like sometimes that's what you think of when you think of, like, authentic or confident, but she's just, like, super meek, and um, she's always taken the road less traveled, I feel mm. like, and then I've always been super inspired by that because um, I saw that first in her, and I was like, wow, I want to do that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Is she older? Mm-hmm. Okay. Two years. Two years older than you. I love the names. Yeah. Secret and story. Uh-huh. We might have to get to back to that, too. Okay. So she's inspired you to be more of who you are because yeah. she was who she was. Yeah. And it didn't look like your typical being yourself, I feel like. Mm-hmm. She didn't... I don't know. Like like I said, she never brought like a lot of attention to herself. She just always just did it. She was. Yeah, yeah. she was it. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Okay. How about you, Isaac? Uh, yeah, I don't want to like offend anyone <laughs> right, right. that uh, will just be watching that this. But out. my my grandma, we call my Omi. Oh, yeah. uh, she's just always. I feel like she can call out when other people aren't being themselves, mm. which I love. I love that she's like, "Who am I talking to right now? Like, is it really Isaac, or is it? Are you putting up a front here?" Um, and then she's very spirit led. Yeah. As a little boy, I remember her coming into this chalet that we would stay in, all the cousins, and she would sing this shalom and oh. light candles, and oh, wow. she's just always been this spirit led. And I'll definitely be sending this to her because I know she'll. She's just a huge cheerleader of yep. her kids and her yep. grandkids, and uh, yeah, I just I've always really admired her. Absolutely. That's so great. Well, I had to write down that. Who am I talking to right now? Hmm. Yeah. That's advice right there, right? Absolutely. Because it could it's so be, powerful. I'm not really talking to Isaac. I'm talking to a puppet of Isaac, but fear is speaking yeah, behind. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes I feel like God's trying to teach me. Um, if somebody comes to you and, and you're not sure how, what to put it, what's actually behind it? Exactly. Yeah. What's the voice? Exactly. Mm-hmm. What's the front yeah. that you're putting yeah. up? That's yeah. good. I love it. And yeah. the shalom that she would sing that. Hmm. <laughs> I love that word. Yeah. It just brings peace, right? I Amen. mean, just <laughs> Definitely. peace of heaven, Amen. the shalom of heaven. Yeah. I, I often pray nothing broken, nothing missing. Hmm. Peace. That's hmm. what shalom wow. is. Just the, I feel it even right now. <laughs> Me too. You say shalom, yeah. right? It's yeah, so, it's welcoming so his, good. his peace. Well, you guys are um, an adorable couple. You guys oh, can't wow. see them right now, but in the show notes, there will be a photo <laughs> of them. And they are oh, really, you. really joyful. They aren't just pretty people that have, like, a nice smile, but the smile is the joy of the Lord, and mm. they are both pretty people. They're both <laughs> very, Isaac's super handsome, oh. and story is very Thank beautiful. You, and I honor both of you just for um, oh. who you are in the kingdom. I yeah, immediately... It says in Scripture that spirit bears witness with spirit. Yeah, and I definitely. Like, I not know these people. <laughs> yeah. You know? And we just started chatting at for a sure. wedding that we were at recently, and um, your story together hmm. started to unfold. And Isaac, you were even mentioning that you kind of weren't really into it at first. And you're like, okay, I'm going to go in. And then I don't know if I asked you something, but I just watched God and the God story in you and the God journey that you're on rise up. And you just started sharing more. Yeah, I was so tired at the wedding. And then story just, whose story is, she just attracts people to her. So you guys started talking. I'm like, okay, I don't mind playing a back seat. But then you invited me into conversation and... I just felt this uplifted, like you were saying, spirit, recognized spirit. And I love telling people about how we met and how mm-hmm. I pursued her. And then, yeah, it, the spirit literally took over and we were praying for people. Yeah, that was awesome. We were bringing people yeah. into conversation. That and was awesome. I was just so humbled to get to know you. Yeah, like you were saying about us, we were so, we walked out of that wedding and like, oh my goodness, we need to get to know this. Yeah. Rachel and yeah. the story's no, going to school No, it was really, really good. So, um... 
I, I would like for you to unpack and say whatever you want about pursuing this beautiful <laughs> oh. woman because I think it will encourage huh. people. It, it really encouraged cool. me, and then you fill in or yep. whatever. But mm-hmm. that pursuit is mm-hmm. is a picture. I mean, we are the bride yeah. of Christ, and He pursues us, and yeah. He doesn't mull us over, and mm-hmm. He doesn't just like be real aloof and not really pursue. You know what I mean? He's, yeah. he's really after each of our hearts. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a picture of what was happening in sure. your dating story. Mm-hmm. So share, kick it off, share well, what you want. Yeah. I'm first off, I'm humbled that that would be the depiction because I, I mean, I'm just little me, like definitely uh, radical testimony, but very broken and the Lord redeems. But yeah, so I was going through a season. We were at uh, YOM together. It's a youth with a mission. Mm-hmm. And We were doing school in Washington State, and then a week before we left... uh, To our different countries. To different countries, I noticed we were on the same plane. I also just noticed her. Like, she's this bold woman of God, and I loved that about her. And so I just started trying to get to know her. (laughs) And then, yeah, day by day, uh, getting to know her. Then we were on a 10-hour flight. I tried to figure out a way to sit beside her. And I came off the flight being like, oh, that was the greatest conversation the greatest person i've ever met i'm in love with her and she came off being like "Ooh, that's a good friend maybe (laughs) (laughs) and so then i was in cambodia she was in thailand for three months i prayed for her every morning and uh she was going through maybe a little bit of a trying season she lost one of her really close friends and so i just got all these words from the lord about her and as i prayed for her and as i got to know her i feel like mostly through prayer and god revealing his heart for her i started to know who she really was and it was just this beautiful, yeah, beautiful child of God. Mm. And just to see, I guess, that unfold, I just kept on growing these feelings, and yeah. she kept on growing in fellowship. Did you have contact information, though? Yeah, yeah we okay. were messaging through Facebook, but not much. She would make sure to, the conversation wasn't long. And, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, let's call once a month. And then we started calling once a month, and then it turned into once a week. And yeah. I remember a lot of conversations. So this is January we met, or January we started talking lots, and then... February, March, once a month, and then once a week, April. And I remember conversations, we were getting really close, and I was starting to view her as my closest friend, even though we were doing the phone call. Uh, She got back from Thailand, I got back from Cambodia, March. And then she was in Wisconsin, and I was in Canada, but we just stayed in touch. I don't know Mm -hmm. why uh, she kept in touch with me. I know why I kept in touch (laughs) with her, but she would remind me, we're just friends, we're just friends. Yeah. yeah, lots of morning walks. I think I told you this at the wedding. Lots of morning walks where I'm crying out to God, like, God, I don't want to lose these feelings. This girl's so cool. But it's hard because I know she wants to be friends. And then through continual prayer in the morning and, yeah, mm-hmm. God's persistence um, written on my heart. Uh, yeah. she f- that would have been September, almost a year ago. She said, hey. I'm interested in you. Mm. And then I yeah. cried. Oh, <laughs> he did cry. Yeah, I love that about you. And then you I said, flew yeah. down. I'm I'm an emotional person it's for sure. So I may get emotional talking about it. You should, yeah. and that's okay because it's a good yeah. thing. It's a good thing to be who you are. Yeah. So what flipped in your heart story? Or can you tell me, <laughs> yeah. you don't have to say like on February 3rd, right. like what started happening in your heart? Yeah, well, like Isaac said, uh, after the plane ride, he was very in love with me, and I just wanted to be friends. And I think that was probably from, you know, me just trying to guard my heart as I was in one other relationship before Isaac. And it was a Christian relationship where it really felt like everything's right, like this has to be it. You know, we're praying together and, you know, praying about it, and it just feels very confirmed. And then for it to not work out and it actually to be on the other person's end where they were like, you know what, like, 
this isn't right. And I don't have ill feelings towards that, but I think that I felt a little bit more like, okay, I need to be careful about yeah. this. Um, especially with the faith being involved. Cause you're like, there's a different kind of intimacy. I feel like with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, yeah, I was just guarding my heart for a long time and I don't know if I just, you know, wasn't allowing myself to feel for him. Um, maybe if I were to have been more open towards it in the beginning, I would have like liked him from the beginning, but I was just in a different season. And then, um, yeah, just seeing how persistent he was and how faithful he was, like, even when I was just like, yeah, I want to be friends. And, you know, even there was a couple times I just didn't want to talk for a couple weeks because I needed space and I needed to like think Mm -hmm. about what God was speaking to me in my season being in Wisconsin and him being in Canada because he's from Canada, Toronto. And um, I just saw, okay, he's not leaving. And he's not, like, forcing himself, like you said. But, um, yeah, he's just there. And that just really spoke to me. And I think it just naturally started to change my heart. And seeing Christ in him was that difference, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's really noble. Um, mm-hmm. Isaac, it really is because love is patient. Mm-hmm. First thing <laughs> yeah. out of it, love is patient, love is kind. And some uh, men aren't patient, but they also don't realize the prize is worth yeah. the patience. You know what I mean? And and to yeah. pursue and to just not push. So that's really that's really really good. I okay. know. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys want to share about um, the YWAM piece or Cambodia and Thailand or mm. like how? What's mm. your heart or? How, how does I'm, you're both young? Yeah. How do you get to that spot? What What do you yeah. want to share about that? I'm really curious. Yeah. Well, I went to YWAM because my sister had gone to YWAM first, and that's okay. not necessarily the full reason, but I saw her Influence do it. You. Yeah. yeah. Um. And when I had gone, I honestly didn't know much about missions or why people go overseas. Like I just knew I wanted to do this Bible teaching and yeah, we get to go overseas and practice what we've been taught, but I didn't really... What base of YWAM? We went to Linden, Washington. Okay. Yeah, it was a DTS. Um, But I didn't really know the fullness of like what that meant. But uh, after going overseas, I was just completely mind blown by... Uh, the need and also just God's heart for missions mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. And it sparked something in, in me even for today and my yeah. life now. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. remember a specific time where you in the word, were you at a chapel? Was there something where you did feel it kind of ignite or yeah. some things are progressions? So. Uh-huh. Well, even as I was driving here today, I kept on thinking of the story from my missions trip. So I'm glad yeah, that you it. asked. Yeah. Um, But basically, like Isaac had mentioned before, when I had first gotten to Thailand, I had lost a good friend from my childhood, Mm -hmm. and I was just grieving, like, in a very, I would say, unique way. Yeah. Um, I didn't under... I I couldn't process it, because I was doing ministry the entire time, day in, day out, going to prisons in Thailand, going to schools, going to... um, We did a lot of, like, red light district. Yeah. Yeah. ministry and so it was just like go 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 pour out pour out tell everyone about Jesus um but then at the same time I'm just dealing with my own emotional deal um and so that was just hard I would say for like the first month and I honestly didn't know where like my heart or my mind was at all like I was just like what is going on I'm just existing right now like it's it was well not existing it was just this it was literally the spirit only like Hmm. in my weakness God is made strong and Mm. I was just by the grace of God doing what I had to do um 
And then I was in uh, this one location. It was like our third location in Thailand. And for some reason, I just couldn't sleep. Like, I was having these nightmares about my friend. And uh, I was just, like, really tired because I was emotional and I wasn't sleeping. And I'm in a foreign country and all these different things. And then I was crying out to God at, like, 3 a.m. And uh, I was like, God, like, help me go to sleep. Like, please, you know. And then um, I heard it was crazy I kind of fell asleep for like five minutes and then I heard audible Audible. voice Mm -hmm. and it said story listen and it was a man's voice and I was like what was that and then all of a sudden on my phone the song started playing by Josh Garrels and it says it's called decision and it says sister I know that it's happened again but please know that you have a friend and I've been there too and I just started crying because like well one I love Josh Garrels this artist (laughs) but two just like that was God's voice and he was saying so many things there but just saying um he's like addressing me saying story I know that you're having another sleepless night and you're tired you're burnt out but one just know that Uh, you have a friend. So it's Mm. not just, like, I'm this far-off God that, Mm. like, doesn't care about you, but, like, I'm your friend. Like, you can talk to me during this time. It's not just you here, me up here, and we're distant, but, like, I'm here, I'm intimate. Um, I want to talk to you through this. And so I was like, wow, there's that. And then also he speaks and he says, but also, no, I've been there too. So it's like, okay, Jesus, like, went through every struggle that I've went through tempted by everything you know this world offers but he still resisted and he still like clung on to what the father had for him and so that just encouraged me knowing like i'm not alone yeah, and he really relates i've been there too yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it wow. was really awesome but then it gets even crazier do i have time to yes. share that a little bit okay yeah um and so that was just this yeah it like set me on fire a little bit but also um I was just more I feel like expectant like okay God speaks he yes. he's alive like he he wants go, to know girl. me yeah, yeah exactly he talks to us yes yeah. and then after that I um was up at night and I started instead of just like crying or feeling bad for myself which is you know normal for a human I started to read the word and I would read on the bible app at night and um i started to just read all about god being like alive and i was like mm. wow okay well i know what it means for him to be alive but i also don't you know there's things i have to unlearn about that and i Amen. just felt like god wanted to speak to me something new about that and so i was like okay god what does this mean you know and um i felt like the immediate answer was you know i'm in thailand and there's all these statues of these gods right and they're made of stone and they don't talk they don't have you know a spirit they're dead and so I was like okay yeah that makes sense God like you're alive you're not just you're a person you're not um the statue and then I was like cool moving on um and then I just felt like he kept on bringing it up like during my like quiet times in the morning while I was journaling or reading the bible and I'm like okay god I feel like you've answered this like what else is there to this which is funny because there's always there's more more. if you want there to be more yeah yeah. and then um I just I I was kind of stuck because I'm like I don't know (laughs) and so I'm just kind of leaving it on the back burner but then there was this one 
night where I was with my uh, mission group um, and some of the girls were, um, I don't know, we were just being girls and we were getting yeah. on each other's nerves and I yeah. said something I shouldn't have said to one of them and yeah. um, I felt very, well, one, convicted, but then I think the enemy took and made me feel very condemned mm. and was like, wow, like, you're not a good this is so crazy. You're not a good Christian girl. It's like, yeah. okay, what's that lie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's not She's even about how good that. I am. Right. It's about good mm-hmm. how good he is. And mm-hmm. um, so I just started to believe this lie, like, subtly. Like, okay, like, I suck, <laughs> which yeah. is so horrible. And um, then it kind of translated into the way I was living and just the way I was responding to God. Just a kind of this apathetic, like, you know... I understand I suck, and if you never want to use me for anything in your kingdom, that's fine, because I deserve this. Like, really, like, just awful, and it made so much sense. empowered the liar at that point. Mm Yeah, and so we went out evangelizing um, one day, but actually that morning before we went evangelizing, I felt like God put it on my heart again and was like, what does it mean for me to be alive? And I was like, okay, (laughs) I don't know. So I started, you know, doing some research, and I felt like God spoke very clearly and was like, you know, I'm alive as, and I can still do the same things I did, you know, when I resurrected from Mm. the grave and healing people. And, um, that means that that spirit lives inside of you and you have this authority, you have this power. Yeah. Um, not of your own, but of the living God that dwells in you. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. But still kind of apathetic in this lie that I was believing subtly. Like it wasn't this like conscious lie. It was just very subtle. Right. And then anyway, so we went evangelizing that day and I was in the back because I was thinking, you know, I'm not this good person that God wants to use. God wants to use the girl who uh, reads her Bible very like Uh perfectly. uh, Yeah. She, she cleans up after everyone and she, you know, knows all the Bible verses, but I was like, okay, I'm going to be in the back and whatever. And so we went to a few houses and, um, you know, still feeling the way I was feeling, but thought it was kind of cool that we got to tell a few people about Jesus, but <laughs> nothing much. And then we get to this one house and um, there was a bunch of clothing racks outside, kind of looked like it was like a rummage sale in a way. And I just felt like God was highlighting this house. And in my spirit, I was like, okay, this is significant, but not mm. understanding why. Mm-hmm. So I'm going up um, just a little bit more inclined, but I'm not thinking he's going to use me or anything. And um, there's this older woman who's probably 60 years old, and she, uh, we asked her, you know, how can we pray for you? And yeah. she just said, we have a business outside, which was all the clothing racks, and we're trying to make some money because we don't have a lot of money for my family right now. I have 10 kids living at my house, um, my kids, their kids, yada, yada, yada. And we're like, of course, like, let's pray. And so I kneel down and I'm holding her hands. And what's crazy is I felt this like magnetic electricity Mm -hmm. in my hand. Mm -hmm. And it was like very heavy. Like it felt very dark. Like it was lead or something. Yeah, lead. It was lead, yeah. And then I was like, ooh, I do not like that. So I just started praying uh, out loud, subtly, like quietly. I just pray against, like, any kind of demonic forces, you know, in this woman's life or in this house. I don't know. But, you know, Father, do what you will. And I was so out of it after we prayed. I was like, why did I just pray that? She just asked for prayer for um, something completely different. Mm. But, okay. And then (laughs) uh, they keep talking to her. I'm kind of 
doing my own thing in my own mind, mm-hmm. looking around, whatever. And then I just had this like crystal clear thought that said, you need, you need to ask her to wash her feet and to like massage them. And I was yeah. like, oh Lord, that is just so <laughs> strange. I, I absolutely can't. And also, I don't even know if that's fully you, but also I, I think it's fully you. Yeah. And, <laughs> I, and I like, is there a B, yeah. a C or a D to this question? Yeah. I know. Choice or am I supposed to do this? Yeah. One? And I was like, oh man. And so I just kept on hearing that and yeah. I was in the back and they were all talking with her and I just was actually like talking out loud to God, looking like a crazy person being like, no. <laughs> that's weird there's no bucket around i don't even think they have soap here I, i'm not doing that <laughs> um anyways god didn't let that one go and i said okay so i went up to my leader and i said i know this is so strange because we came here to evangelize and tell them about jesus but um i feel like god's saying i need to wash her feet so can you ask for like a bucket or something yeah, yeah, yeah. ask her if that'd be okay and um she said yeah of course and I was like okay and then she told the older woman and she just started crying and she said you know I've been praying for months that someone would come here and help me my feet have been in chronic pain Uh. for months on end maybe even years and she's like I can hardly walk and um so she was like and and, oh and right before we prayed I forgot to add this my leader said and we had never said this at any other house my leader said just so you know if anything of a miracle happens at this house know that this is jesus not your gods because they had temples like yeah. little like statues. so it fits with him saying i'm not a stone i'm not a statue yeah. i'm alive Amen. yes oh. I, I know and so she said this is jesus like the living god I was yeah. like, wow Come on. and so i was like oh wow this is crazy and so i'm still not even acknowledging that god's doing something like it was crazy uh just blind at this point but just doing what i feel like yeah, i'm yeah, being yeah. led to do and so I grab her, you know, feet and start washing them with water. And um, she's, like, crying already. And mm-hmm. she's, like, whoa, something's happening. She mm. And she's, like, talking in Thai. And there's a translator. And she's saying, "I there's something happening in my foot. I'm feeling something. And I was, like, "Yeah, what am I doing? I'm just praying <laughs> in the name of Jesus, heal her foot, right, washing right, it right. with water. And um, she, I keep washing it after maybe, like, 30 more seconds. And she's, like something happened and I was like what and she stood up and she's like I could not do this before my foot is healed and she said and this is your God this is not any of these and then I was like what this is yes this is Jesus and then in the background my group was singing um this song they just started worshiping this song called scandal of grace and it's Mm -hmm. talking about the grace of God and I felt like that was so the message that I needed to hear. She needed mm-hmm. to hear. Everyone yeah. needs to yeah, hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's literally that it's not about me. It's not about how good I am, but all about Jesus and what he wants to do mm. through bro- broken people. And so mm-hmm. that was just the most insane thing. And then right after that, she said, do you see that? And I was like, what? Like, what are you saying? And she's like, I see all these demons behind my temples and i was like oh lord okay this is exactly what i was praying off before right right and she goes they're always here i always see them and i'm really scared mm-hmm. and so then we got to tell her about you know Jeez. with jesus like there's no fear and you mm-hmm. don't have to be afraid of these things because you can overcome it with his spirit and mm-hmm. anyways we get we got to stay there and talk with her for a while and it was she it was crazy she called 
all of her family and was like, there's someone here and they told us about Jesus yeah. and he healed me. Yeah. And it, anyways, so that's just the most miraculous thing. So, so yeah, that, that let me on fire. <laughs> of course it did. Yeah. And you know, you don't have... Talk about evangelism. That's called power evangelism. Yeah. Someone meets the powerful God, and then they go tell their... You know Absolutely. what I mean? Yeah. Tell people. You cannot yeah. unwind that. No. That was a God thing. Yeah. No. Praise God. And you were willing. Yeah. Hmm. By His that. grace. <laughs> well, I have a foot washing story, but I'm not going to tell. But I might at the end. Oh, yeah. So yeah, if, yeah. If, if, uh-huh. Oh, my word. That is so mm-hmm. good. That's and good. I do... I often say to people, a lie in and of itself just falls flat on the floor. It's yeah. just a lie. And... Um, it, it comes as a hook in us so readily when, in some way, we believe it mm. or yeah. partner with it. And it could just be a, just a mere acceptance, like, yeah, maybe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Empowered and liar. Yeah. I don't say that as a shame or kind no, of No, no, for it's sure. everyone it's does that. Yeah. It's so subtle that we go, yeah, maybe that's me. And what I love is that you battled a little bit with that disqualification, but mm. God right away showed yeah. his faithfulness to you. So Amen. you didn't, that wasn't the <laughs> yeah. story that was there. In a very yeah. radical way. Yes. And I think that God knew I needed to see. Because yes. I, I have this, you know, struggle at times where I think it is about me or yeah. like my performance yeah. as a believer. Like I have to be mm. a good Christian, but mm-hmm. like that's not even a thing. No, that's no, so no a re- That's a religion yeah. and a yeah. religious spirit. We yeah. must do XYZ until we've done da da da, then we'll be used, and then that'd be us anyway. Yeah, right. It's just erroneous, but it's so easy. And you're breaking two things. You're breaking off a religious spirit as you're accepting the alive, the the spirit that is fully alive Mm -hmm. in you. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. What's interesting because I was going to say, is there anything that happened in Cambodia or anything Hmm. that happened in Thailand for you, story, where you would be like, oh, God was real? Because at the beginning of the podcast, it says something like. Real people, real stories, and a real God. Hmm. And so I always think, I hope that most podcasts have some sort of testimony element yeah. to more about a real God with a real story for a real person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. I <laughs> love that. Yeah, I love that. So did you story. even know it was happening at the time, or were you guys in relationship at that point? Well, she was in Thailand, and I was in Cambodia. Right. Did you know any of but that story I yet? knew, yeah, so we were messaging back and forth so a little bit, and yeah, she told me that, and I was so humbled to hear that, especially because, yeah, she had let me in a little bit yeah. into her heart of what was happening in that season. Let's pause a second. If you are enjoying The Real Deal with Rachel Inouye, subscribe, rate, and review it. I appreciate your support. All right, back to The Real Deal. Isaac, yeah, would so you encouraged. have something where you feel like God became more real to you? Either, oh, absolutely. Either in Cambodia or absolutely. you said something about, I'm so humbled because he's used me, a broken person, and brought me here. Whatever oh, you yeah. want to share, because it brings glory to God when we tell... You know, a false humility is killing the church. So hmm. not like, oh, no, it wasn't me, but... Oh, look what God did. Yeah, you know I, mean? that, I only boast in Christ yeah, alone. Shows yeah, shows his work. Yeah, amen. Yeah, I feel like my testimony. Yeah, we uh, witnessed some very cool miracles in Cambodia. But yeah, like my testimony, I always think, even in a situation like this where I get to come talk on a podcast, I'm yeah. so humbled because I thrown back. I'm writing a short little book right now on like kind of my life in four years ago, what my life was like. And, uh, it was, yeah, addicted to marijuana and using the Lord's name in vain, thinking that there was no God and what was me. And so, yeah, just like where I've come. Yeah. So like so far gone and then thinking of where I am now through, yeah, through God's grace, uh, is always a reminder of God's grace. Yeah. So yeah, just like the radical change in my life, I feel like it's such a miracle. It is. Yeah. 
Mm. You're a trophy. You're a trophy <laughs> of his grace. Look, yeah. What, what can absolutely. God do in a person's life? Absolutely. And I think that, yeah, like the real people, real stories, like, yeah, like that. I feel like that's the best way that I can come alongside one, someone and encourage them. It's like, I yeah. was, I was so far gone. Yeah. I was such a mess. I'm not. And then even when I found the Lord, it's still the struggle and trying to fully give him everything. Yeah. I'm not trying to take control because that's when I quickly stumble and fall back into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think. So it was a dark it. time. Yes. And God brought you out. Did he use a particular person or a situation yeah. to bring you out? Because he never does the same thing twice. No. Mm-hmm. It might sniff of an area no. of like a person or a situation, but I just love to hear the uniqueness of what he does. Yeah, and I mean, my dad was always so big with grace and welcoming me back home like a prodigal son, yeah, giving yeah, me yeah. a kiss. But one person that, like I, I start my book with this guy, uh, Aaron Van Ostren, and uh, he just welcomed me i was he was my boss 45 and he had mm. a similar testimony and he just welcomed me who i was and i'm i must have been this prideful scrawny kid to start <laughs> working with him and uh i i didn't want to smoke anymore because i knew it was killing my my mental and physical okay. body and so i was working with him and he just took me he was himself he was always questioning my beliefs he was um okay to get in an argument with me and he was just this hard-working honest guy mm. loved his family loved his wife and uh i worked really hard that summer and it set me deal? right Did I ask you about he's the, real the he's the real deal yeah, yeah 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 okay he's the real deal for sure yeah and just this like he's kind of this good-looking strong guy and i think yeah i i didn't given my life to Jesus that summer, but that was like, that's where I start Mm. because, um, I always think about that as like this huge shift in my spirit, in my walk was working with him, learning how to work hard, learning how to, um, yeah, just be someone that I feel like called to be almost like building a house. Like I love that working with my hands, honest work. It's kind of neat how God has used, like earlier when I asked you, it was your grandma. Yeah, mm-hmm. who would call out truth in people, yeah, or maybe incredible. even if it wasn't the truth, like yeah. letting them know, yeah, and yeah. then that shalom piece, and and mm-hmm. then that's like that. I, I'm gonna say Holy Spirit piece because oh. like a comforter, mm-hmm. a person mm-hmm. who like will tell us something, and then now this gentleman is mm-hmm. another one. It's like God will use the people Constantly. in our lives to fill in the blanks for us, yeah. and fill in the holes for us. That's yeah, that's so a, you worked for him for a number of years. I worked for him for four or five months specifically every okay. day and then I would love to just do work with him and uh my dad was telling me the other day he called check in on me mm-hmm. um but it's all Canada so it's hard to reach out right. to him but I'll go back I've been going back sadly to Canada for a couple months and I'll go visit with him and okay. we'll share a meal and yeah he's just so invested which is so humbling to think and you're saying people are always coming into my life and I'm like what why me? Why are you, we having a conversation right now? But it is, it's the body of Christ yeah. encouraging each other and it's amazing. seeing Jesus through mm-hmm. people. Especially if we're just, if we're looking for it instead of oblivious to the fact that it's happening. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, oh, that was, that was from God. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and even meeting you, Rachel, it was crazy because mm-hmm. I had listened to your podcast many different times before. That makes me I had so happy. You. I had I told that story the other day because I was like, <laughs> you know, you never know whether this goes anywhere. And I said, hmm. I actually met somebody that goes, oh. I've listened to that. That's you? <laughs> yeah. So and then mm. it was crazy because when I went up to the table for dinner at the wedding, you and your husband were the only two people I didn't know. And, you know, me being sometimes a little reserved, I was like, oh, like, 
you know, seated right beside yeah, people. Well, no, because I didn't know if I was going to sit by you or not, but then I truly did feel like God said, go sit by her. Mm. And then I was very comforted by you because while you were praying, you were like saying Jesus's name, like subtly. Mm. I was like, oh, like she, she's a sister in Christ. Mm. So then hearing that you do the real deal, I'm like, wow, this is the Lord. Yeah. And also that I'm going to Ethnos next year and you you live in Waukesha. Yeah. Just, oh, we, we're all stay connected. Yeah. For sure. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you even prayed for somebody at the wedding and it was so great because um, she had like a back brace kind of thing just yeah. to support. Mm. And then all of a sudden, you know, my spirit's like, oh, you should pray for her. <laughs> I'm not doing the bucket in the back anymore. I'm like, no, but I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. And then you prayed for her, and I was like, I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And then God's good. Community God's of good. believers, yes. Yeah, and it ministered her. to her because she came up to me later and said. Yeah. So, you know, God still, really does know. For sure. Yeah. Okay, so Isaac, I didn't mean to skip you no, about no, Cambodia. No. Is there something that you want to share? Because yeah. there's somebody on the other end listening whatever you want to share about your time there or your heart for the nation yeah, or a story. Yeah, I, I wanted to... Sh- that's a good, yeah, the multiplying. But I, I guess I should tell back, like, the background yeah, because we were at this place um, called Blue School in Siem Reap and it was just this refuge. Okay. Uh, I think once we stepped in through the gates of this school, we were just praying. We just felt this peace here and kids would just flock to this house mm. and we would play soccer and games with them and uh, we noticed that every day more kids would show up and we were doing certain of ages yeah young yeah ones from okay. uh this naked three and five year old yep. boys who would always yep. run in and um i would i would just love these little boys yeah, and yeah. this girl and uh this five-year-old girl and then yeah their friends and then yeah anywhere from four to 16 we play games of soccer and yeah so our ministry was growing but i don't think we really realized it and uh, we had a few events in the week, and one of them was uh, doing like, fun Bible stories and then um, sharing bread, uh, breaking bread with these kids. And so we would buy these loaves. But one week we went from like fit or what was it, eight or nine kids. It was one of our smaller ministries. We had other ones that were bigger, mm-hmm. but eight or nine kids to thirty kids or something like that. And we're like, oh my gosh, we only have these small little loaves right, right, right. and um this is so cool that people are coming but we want to feed them and then someone said like we should just pray for this food to multiply yeah. i always get tingles thinking about this so i'm yeah. like okay like give me the bread <laughs> i'll just pray like yeah. lord <laughs> we want all these kids to be yeah. fed but we don't have enough food so let's just hand this out and may your will be done. Just this like really quiet, simple, like God, like you're in charge here. Um, and then we just handed out loaf after loaf after loaf until all these kids were fed. And uh, yeah. And every time I think about that, I'm like, what? Like literally, um, from the Bible, like Jesus, I think twice fed 4,000 and uh, fed 5,000. Wow. Miracles. That's like, what? And I I think it's just a reminder that, yeah, God is present and real. And also that, um, this small little mustard seed of a ministry that we had, Mm. we just came to this place and just loved on kids. And I think that's where my heart is. It's just to, like Jesus says, I think, uh, Matthew 18, like let the little children come. And uh, like I think that's one of my favorite verses. Yeah. It's just this reminder. Yeah, like yeah. that's God's heart for them. Yeah. It, and it's not. I mean, 
you know, metaphorically, it's also the bread of life that right. God wants to give to all these kids. Like, and there's always enough. So eager. And there's like always, when we think there would always be enough, enough. There'd be more, yeah. not just in a physical way, more yeah. food, but the bread of life. Yeah. There's more of him to keep passing out. We would yeah. never run dry. He is the bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. And when we try and bring what all that we have, like, yeah, God use what yep. little I have. Yep. It's a reminder that like, yeah, he'll, he'll always replenish. But when we try and rely on our own strength, it's like, no, 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 that's not it. Like, well, I love that because I've heard of it, you know, but like yeah. people saying they wanted to pass out Bibles and there weren't enough Bibles, but then, then there's they kept, more. Yeah. 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 It's like, but what? I believe your story is my story hmm. because when it's told the testimony of Jesus is a spirit of prophecy. So yeah. then somebody else in that situation goes, okay, well, I don't have enough money and I've got more months than I do money. Mm-hmm. Well, what am I going to do? God, I trust you. You know yeah. what I mean? Not, it's just yeah. an exciting thing to think. Yeah. Whenever you have that heart of surrender or whenever you're in tune, like you were saying before, yeah, God's so, always on the move. So good. For sure. So good. It's very humbling to so think good. about. Okay. So now you guys have, hearts for different places or what is God going to do? Well, we, oh, you don't have wow. a, what do you think it's going to do to merge the two of you and hmm. yeah. going forward? Do you have a thought? Uh, well, I think we're both like story said, she's going to Ethnos, which is a biblical school that has a focus on ministry. And right. I think when you go your missions, uh, missions your, yep. your um, heart is kind of there. So like I've been to Asia a couple times actually. So I think my heart is, like, a little piece of my heart is in yep. Asia. Same. And so I, th- I feel like, yeah, Lord willing, we'll but be God able to go back. But God can do absolutely anything. And, right. and I think that's and I'm okay our heart right, right now. He has, okay, I don't always see, see in the spirit, but then that's not true because I do. But hmm. he has, like, a yes and a yes from both of you. Hmm. So you know that when you've given hmm. him your yes, yeah. and Who he knows, knows you two happen. are together, and he knows it. Hmm. You know what I mean? So right. it will be good. Yeah. However Amen. that is, Amen. he already has your yes before you've got it all filled out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You've signed. you've signed at the bottom, yeah. and exactly. he fills in the contract. Sort this of, is true. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so story says, if you don't have a calling to stay, you should be going. Mm. And so because right now we don't feel super... I mean, after you have two years of school, and I'm finishing up school, but if we have no, you know... Um, calling to stay here in the, that season, it's like let's go and where, like yeah. and we know that God will lead, but just That's humbly true. saying yes. I just spent time way. with a young couple who are friends of my daughter Grace, and they know Andrew, my son Michael, mm-hmm. as well. And so our families have grown up together, and they just got to come back um, to be part of this because she's going to have a baby, mm-hmm. and they need the baby wow. to be born stateside, so mm-hmm. the papers will be able. But they mm-hmm. they are in Africa, and wow. they've had a heart for Africa for a very long time. Yeah. And so then they worked in in the um, Minnesota area with the same people group. But it's interesting that then when they went, people were like, oh, that was so fast. And I'm thinking, not really. <laughs> if you think about the way that God laid it on their heart yeah. when they were like in high school, college, you know what right. I mean? And then moved them to a certain town or a certain uh, mm-hmm. part of the city where they yeah. were working amongst that people group. You know what I mean? That was like, to me, it was like a natural next yeah. step. It's just that they moved to East Africa. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so I think he'll Come do on. the same thing with you guys. It mm. will be the next thing and then the next thing and then they're schooling mm. and then you're definitely yeah, Lord, he's doing it. Yeah, that's true. I believe it. So yeah, that you don't have to think Lord, too far please. ahead and just do something yeah. odd. Or even when I do think too far ahead, God's constantly like, no, no, no. Like, yeah. Next step. What does it look like to love me now? Yeah. Um, and just, yeah, say yes, because my plans are not, like, my ways are not your ways. Right. Besides, yeah, mm-hmm. Right, right. And, and I think, I used to think that meant, like, his 
plans are so big, I can't ever wrap my brain around it. True. Hmm. But there's also this, and it's so much better than you knew. Yeah. Do you, do you know what I mean? Not yeah. just Absolutely. it's so different from yours, but it's so much better than you. Yeah. I can't really even share it with yeah. you. Yeah. get it yet. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah, my little plan That's is awesome. not this yeah. big plan. That yeah. We were just talking about that on the way here because yeah. yesterday I was thinking about my dad even, and he wouldn't mind me sharing this yeah. because he's open about it, but um, he struggled a lot in his, like, teen years, and, um, yeah, got saved when he was, like, in his early 20s, and uh, I definitely don't think that if, you know, we were to talk to 20-year-old Chuck and tell him, hey, your life's going to look like this mm. in 2021, he would ever have believed it because it is honest to God, like, mm. more than he could have ever imagined or planned for himself yeah. or like feasibly done in his own Amen. strength it's literally a testimony yeah. of god and yeah. i was saying i'm so excited for the way god's gonna blow my boxes too yes. yeah. yes. just rearrange things and be like well you thought you wanted this uh-huh. but here we are today uh-huh. and we're doing something different and yeah, yeah. i'm okay with it humbled to be a part of it right <laughs> he, he can give us the desires of our hearts sometimes before we knew we had the desire yeah we pray for our hearts desire but sometimes when it actually um manifests or we see it in the in mm. the natural we go oh, didn't even realize i wanted that yeah yeah, yeah it's kind of god place it. <laughs> that's yeah. true which is really fun because yeah. he's Come so on. creative that way Come to do on. that you guys, I could talk to you forever. Oh, we could, yeah. <laughs> These conversations forever, right? just make me so fully oh, alive. Isn't it so good? Yeah. Like, literally, God is better than we know. He no. is consistent. He doesn't lie. He can't change. He's just good. Yeah, amen. Any stuff that's bad that people try to pin on him isn't him. No, that's just, just not him. isn't him. Because yeah, he takes sure. and he redeems whatever that was anyway. So he yeah. makes it better. You yeah. know what the enemy intended for evil? He turns for our amen. good. So we know that he's doing that. Come so on. is there anything else, though, that... You would want to share either collectively or individually mm. that um, either a hard thing that you know God was mm. real and you lived through or something in your past that most people would think you would want to change, but you're like, nope, keeping mm. it as part of the fabric. Or maybe you don't have anything. I just yeah. don't want to cut you off. Definitely. Well, I mean, there's a lot. But yeah. <laughs> when you were talking earlier about your testimony, I just thought, you know, that was such an encouraging story to share for everyone else. But I just wanted to specifically encourage anyone who's listening that God can truly redeem anyone. Mm -hmm. And like, that's Mm -hmm. just who he is. And if you know, you're sitting here listening to this podcast, and you feel like you've been in a dark place, or, you know, you're struggling with this or that, like, God can redeem you and Mm. um, don't worry about how or when or whatever, like he will do it. If you know, that's your heart's desire. He Mm. created you with that heart to want good and that Mm. he will do it. It's so good because we're never in charge of the how. Yeah. (laughs) We just have to be, you know, just available. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to, Oh, I will share my abbreviated foot washing story, and then maybe we can pray for the people, and I would Mm -hmm. love to pray for both of you. And then who knows, maybe you guys can come back and do it again, maybe when you're in your schooling, something else develops, because I want to also make sure that I pray over that book, because I believe you have books in you, books, plural, in you, and Mm. more is going to continue to come out, and I believe if God tells us, this is for us, son, then it is, but if Mm. it's not, then it means it's for others. 
Wow, and so yeah. you'll keep doing it because you know it doesn't matter how many copies. Yeah, it matters that God assigned me to do something that mm, goes to people. Thank you. I so I bless that. that in you. I think that's really good. Uh, so the story goes that, mm. um, you know, we think of foot washing as this, like, spiritual, wonderful thing, which it is. Mm-hmm. And Jesus did that as a way to be a servant to his disciples and yeah. show them the way of um, true kingdom things is to be a servant. But mm. my husband and I were living in the Minneapolis area, and we were part of a church where we were going to go on a missions trip to Spain. And so we were, we would divide up into the men's groups, the women's groups, and we would do our, like, how'd your week go? How can we pray for each other? Whatever. And so my, Michael was being recruited to leave. So he was going to leave the Minneapolis area, and we were going to move here. But I didn't know it was going to be here. We thought mm-hmm. it would be Nebraska, blah, blah, blah. And so some of the times during rehearsal, he'd get a call from a headhunter. So this one gentleman, John, in our group knew that Michael was like half rehearsal and half going and taking phone calls because Mm -hmm. this headhunter thing. And I did not want to move. Yeah. I did not want to leave our church. I did not want to leave our support system. Mm -hmm. The people that we just spent time with this week are the people that were our lifers. You know what I mean? You see God use them in your life. It was just like, no, I don't Mm -hmm. want to go. And so there was a little bit of tension because it's like, well, I'm married to you. Where you go, I go. Where you yeah. lodge, I go. Your people will be my people. I want to go. <laughs> and I didn't. And I was like, I didn't understand, and I didn't want to leave. Yeah. But God has always allowed me to bl- to love people where I get to. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't. I didn't think about that part. Yeah, I was just like, yeah. I'm so grounded here. Rooted. So, um, that was a battle for a while, and then right before going on the missions trip, our leader said, "I would love for you to." Um, Come next week and we'll have a special thing. Well, what it was was a foot washing. Mm-hmm. It was right before we were going to go serve, so he wanted to show us that you may be on the bus, you may be tired, you may not want to carry suitcases, you may be in the middle of the concerts, you, yeah. whatever we were doing, you're going to have to serve. So we're going to yeah. do this by foot washing. Mm-hmm. So I walked into the um, big area where we were going to be, and it was kind of like a fellowship hall area of this church. And I was like, oh my word, we're doing it. Mm-hmm. Oh no, we're doing a foot washing. So I went down the hall and washed my feet. Yeah. Which is so d- stupid, but that's yeah. just me. Like, I don't want somebody washing my feet. I'm yeah, going to wash my stinky. feet. So I wash my feet. I go back to the circle, and, um, you know, the. The time starts, and there's a man's circle and a women's circle, and all the men were on the left of me, and, and so we started to pass the bucket, and my girlfriend Mary was washing so-and-so's feet, and they're getting close to me, and I hear God say, go wash Michael's feet. Mm. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, go wash Michael's feet. Yeah. And I said, God, that's the man, that the yeah. men are all over there. That's the, I actually didn't say men. I said, that's the boys circle. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, I know they're all men, but go wow. over there. And I kind of battled it a little bit more. Yeah. And Mary was getting close to like being ready to wash my feet. And then it was going to go to Colleen and all these different people. Because you said there was a little tension too, so oh, that was even more like I didn't know, Lord. To. I knew yeah. that, that that might do something in me. And <laughs> yeah, I was in this place right here. Yeah, I, don't so I don't yeah. want it to change. I don't want it to show. You know, uh-huh. and so I, I'm like, all right, fine. So I can't remember. I don't think I took the bucket, but. I, I went over to the men's circle and I kind of had to get in between the chairs and then I um, took Michael's socks off or whatever and began to wash his feet. And John was seated on the left of Michael, and John started to cry. Mm. Because I think he had seen these weeks of Michael taking calls, mm. and you know, you can tell whether a couple is like all good or whether there's a little tension, and he <laughs> knew that we were in this um, moving process or whatever. Mm. And I started to wash Michael's feet. And I didn't even know what was beginning to kind of catch in my heart as stony place, but it was a stony place. And um, the more I washed, the more that softened. 
Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I'm crying. Yeah. And, and, and John is crying. I don't remember if Michael's crying. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the point is, I came here and it was not easy to start a mm-hmm. life over in the Milwaukee area. But I wasn't hard toward my husband. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I'm so thankful. I just heard that little, go wash the feet. Kind of like when you were yeah, in Thailand. And it, like You don't even know what to do. You're like, where's the what? bucket? I'm in the back. And I kind of wrestled a little <laughs> yeah. bit. And yeah. I'm so thankful because I, it wasn't always easy to be here and start over. Definitely. But I know bitterness washed away. Wow. I know it. Oh. It was gone. And it's that willingness just to say a simple yes. I was like, okay, God, Come this on. is probably for me. It seems like I'm going to be washing Michael's feet, but it's probably for me. Yeah. You know, yeah. To wash away that yuck. That is lovely. Uh, yeah. That's incredible. So I'm so thankful. I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You know, because he's so good. He knows what's best for us. Yeah. And he probably would have given me another opportunity. I just don't think you... Uh, ever fail a test with God? He gives you tests over and over and over, and wow, wants you to like pass. Mm-hmm. You know, wants to yeah, give another opportunity. Keeps giving you that's those true. Trumps. Similar in some way, the flavor will be a little bit the same. You're coming yeah. around again. It'll that's be true. Like that, he wants yeah. us to succeed. Yeah, totally wants it us to succeed. Always. So that's awesome. Oh, you guys. Okay, so would either or both of you be willing to pray for whoever's listening? Mm-hmm. And then I, I would love to pray for you. If that's yeah, right. would of course. That. Yeah. I'd love to say a prayer and maybe start a prayer after for sure. Uh, Well, God, uh, so humbled that uh, we just get to speak about you. Uh, What a gift it is, God of the universe, that you're a relational God and you want to be near to us. I just pray that, uh, yeah, if we said anything that was of you today, that it would, um, yeah, just uh, resonate deep in the hearts Mm -hmm. of the listeners. And if there's anything that's not of you, it would just wash away quickly. Uh, Yeah. Please, Lord Jesus, uh, use us. Uh, we're willing. We're ready. And uh, yeah, whatever mm-hmm. was said. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. And thank you, Jesus, for this time again, Lord. And I just pray for every single person who is watching this or listening to this. Mm-hmm. And um, God, I just pray that you would bless them and that um, they would know that your heart is for them. Like we just said, Lord, that yes. your heart is that we would succeed and mm-hmm. that. Um, all those who trust in you, you have plans um, to prosper them and not to harm them, but to truly give them a hope and to give them a future, Lord. Mm. So I just pray that people would know that your heart is good for them and that you want more relationship, Lord, and that you love them so much. And um, God, I just pray, Lord, that the people that are listening uh, would just come a little closer to you by yeah. by your grace and by your will and by your spirit, Lord. Just lead them and guide them. Um, into deeper relationship and that the body of Christ would be strengthened in you. Lord, I pray this in your name, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God, thank you for this day. Thank you for breath to praise you today. Thank you for connections in the way that you bring people into our lives, Lord. I just thank you for Story and for Isaac. I praise you for their lives as individuals. I thank you for their story together as you brought Mm -hmm. them on this journey to meet one another and to be connected in each other's lives. I thank you, God, that they are a dynamic duo, that mm-hmm. they are uh, better together than alone, and that you mm-hmm. continue to work in their hearts. Thank you for the testimony that you have in both of their lives, mm-hmm. of bringing them to know you more fully, but then also just the things that you've allowed them to see of your nature, your character, and that you are alive. You are the living God. Yes, So I pray you. Can I touch you guys? Yes, mm-hmm. please. So, Father, I thank you for what you're doing and who these two are, and I just bless them in mm-hmm. the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I bless them with knowledge and revelation of God, dreams and visions. I just ask God that you'd give them more Holy Spirit, more of you, 
just a, a new fire, God, just the fire of God, more of you, Father. I thank you for who they are. I thank you for the ways that you've used them, and I thank you for the ways that you're going to continue to use them. Story, I just saw mm. you sitting with a lot of boxes around you, and mm. I, they were all gifts. And so, Lord, oh. I just thank you for the gifts that you want to give to her. Yeah. I mm-hmm. just pray, God, that they would continue to bless her heart, that she would know that she gets to unwrap them with glee and with mm-hmm. joy because you are a good, giving God. And so, Lord, mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what's in each container. I just thank you that it was an abundance. Mm-hmm. And when Isaac was praying, I, ju- I just saw you with lots and lots and lots of little children. And I'm not prophesying <laughs> over you, although that would be great. It was kind of maybe the story of all the kids in Cambodia running mm-hmm. gleefully to play soccer, but it was lots of little kids. So whether it's mm. um, the youth of the nations or whether it's people who are young in their faith, mm. something where you are going to affect lots more than you knew at those who are young in either their faith or in the, in the natural world. So, mm. Lord, use this mighty man of God, this man of stature, this man whose face reflects God, this man whose eyes tell the story mm. of you, the creator God. His eyes are as blue as the sea, Lord. Mm. I just praise you for that. I praise you for this book, Lord. I pray that this book would reach lots of people who feel that they are broken, who feel that there is darkness, who feel that they maybe would not be used, God. But you are the one who brings beauty out of ashes, Lord. Mm -hmm. And I thank you for doing it in his life. Thank you for both of them. Thank you for their time today. I just bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And for whoever you are out there, we bless you, don't we? Yes, yes. Wherever you are, whether you're on the treadmill or a car, you are listening to this at a time when God wants you to listen to this, mm-hmm. whether it's the week that it went out or a year later. God Come is on, so yeah. intentional. He's after your heart, sure. and he loves you. So I just, as Rachel Inouye, want to help you to celebrate your significance and the genius of God in you because you're the real deal. Mm-hmm. Whether you know it or not, you're the real you deal. Are, so be yeah. who God made you be. Thanks, everybody. That was good, guys. Yeah. Right? <laughs> we did it. Yeah. yeah. You've been listening to The Real Deal with me. Rachel Inouye, helping people celebrate their significance and the genius of God in them. Audio engineering by my husband, Michael Inouye. Thanks, babe. Theme music by Andrew Grace. 